No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today, we will see where David shows kindness to the king of Ammon after his father dies. But the Ammonites' king responds by humiliating David's men. A great war results. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in 1 Chronicles chapter 19 on Simply the Bible. Life is a struggle, but God prepares and equips us for it. And if we will trust in Him, then He will help us win our inevitable battles. Because we are more than conquerors through Christ who loved us. We see this principle demonstrated in the life of David, who victoriously fought the Lord's battles. We continue today in 1 Chronicles chapter 19. It happened after this that Nahash, the king of the people of Ammon, died, and his son reigned in his place. Then David said, I will show kindness to Hanan, the son of Nahash, because his father showed kindness to me. So David sent messengers to comfort him concerning his father. And David's servants came to Hanan in the land of the people of Ammon to comfort him. Now, Israel's relationship with Ammon was interesting because King Saul's first military victory was over King Nahash and the Ammonite army when they attacked Jabesh Gilead. So how did David become friendly with them? This probably happened while David was on the run from King Saul. He was looking to build a network of friendships outside Israel that he hoped would help him, and King Nahash had shown kindness to him. So now David, after King Nahash had died, thought, well, I'm just going to go send a delegation to comfort his son in the loss of his dad. And the princes of the people of Ammon said to Hanan, do you think that David really honors your father because he has sent comforters to you? Did his servants not come to you to search and to overthrow and to spy out the land? Therefore, Hanan took David's servants, shaved them and cut off their garments in the middle at their buttocks and sent them away. Then some went and told David about the men and he sent to meet them because the men were greatly ashamed. And the king said, Wait at Jericho until your beards have grown and then return. Now, when King Hanan's counselors came to him, they said, look, do you really think David is just showing sympathy here? No, that's not the case. He's spying out the land. And this was really bad counsel. The Ammonite princes were really falsely accusing David. But the king was young and he believed it. And so he did a dastardly deed. He really returned good with evil. He shaved half the beards off David's men and cut off their garments at the middle and made them ashamed. And so David said, just wait at Jericho until your beards grow back. Now, the fact is that sometimes our noblest intentions are misunderstood. And here David had sought to do the right thing, but they returned his good with evil. Jesus said in Matthew 5.10, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. The fact is, sometimes we do the right thing, but we get hit for it. And that's going to happen. And that's why Jesus said, Look, just blessed are you. Rejoice in that day, for great is your reward in heaven. 
Now, when the people of Ammon saw that they had made themselves repulsive to David, Hanan and the people of Ammon sent a thousand talents of silver to hire for themselves chariots and horsemen from Mesopotamia, from Syrian Maica, and from Zobah. So they hired for themselves 32,000 chariots with the king of Maica and his people who came and encamped before Medabah. Also the people of Ammon gathered together from their cities and came to battle. Now this insult would cost King Hanan dearly. He spent a thousand talents of silver, which was about 75,000 pounds, hiring Syrian mercenaries. There were 32,000 Syrian soldiers. And then together with the Ammonites themselves, that would have been a formidable threat to Israel. Now, when David heard of it, he sent Joab and all the army of the mighty men. Then the people of Ammon came out and put themselves in battle array before the gate of the city. And the kings who had come were by themselves in the field. Now, it's interesting to me that David didn't immediately respond to the insult, he waited until they had formed an army and were coming against him, and then he went out against them. It's wise to wait on the Lord and not just react when people insult you or do something against you. Verse 10, when Joab saw that the battle line was against him before and behind, he chose some of Israel's best and put them in battle array against the Syrians. And the rest of the people he put under the command of Abishai, his brother, and they set themselves in battle array against the people of Ammon. Then he said, if the Syrians are too strong for me, then you shall help me. But if the people of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will help you. Be of good courage and let us be strong for our people and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his sight. Now, this was a clever battle strategy. The Syrians were coming down from the north and the Ammonites were coming up from the south to pin in Israel so that they would have two battle fronts. So Joab said, okay, I'm going to take the best warriors and I will go against the Syrians. They were the strongest of the two armies. And then Joab sent his brother Abishai and the other soldiers against the Ammonites. And he said, okay, let's keep an eye out. If the Syrians are too strong for me, you help me. And if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I'll come help you. And, you know, that's the way it should be in the church. We are fighting a common enemy, the devil. Unfortunately, many times we are fighting against each other when really what we should be doing is watching out for each other and helping one another when we start getting uh, defeated by the enemy. Now, Joab had his faults, but he was a strong general who knew how to encourage his men. And I love what he says in verse 13. Be of good courage and let us be strong for our people and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his sight. And that's really what we need to do. We have to take courage in the battles that we face and just do our best. That's all we can do. God doesn't expect you to do any more than your best. Many times there are things way beyond your control. And you can't take responsibility for that. But if you'll do your best and trust God with the rest and just leave the outcome in his hands, then God will bless that. So Joab and the people who were with him drew near for the battle against the Syrians and they fled before him. When the people of Ammon saw that the Syrians were fleeing, they also fled before Abishai, his brother, and entered the city. So Joab went 
to Jerusalem. So as Joab began to defeat the Syrians, when the Ammonites saw it, they turned and began to flee also. Often when you stand for what's right, the enemy will flee. Now when the Syrians saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they sent messengers and brought the Syrians who were beyond the river, and Shophak, the commander of Hadadezer's army, went before them. So the Syrians sent for reinforcements. You know, our enemy, the devil, doesn't give up easily. If we would defeat him initially, he will come back again and probably bring more resistance against us. But if we will faithfully and courageously persevere until God comes to our defense and crushes Satan, well, that's how we win those spiritual battles. Verse 17, when it was told David, he gathered all Israel, crossed over the Jordan and came upon them and set up in battle array against them. So when David had set up in battle array against the Syrians, they fought with him. Then the Syrians fled before Israel and David killed 7,000 charioteers and 40,000 foot soldiers of the Syrians and killed Shophak, the commander of of the army. Imagine that, 47,000 deaths in one day. And when the servants of Hadadezer saw that they were defeated by Israel, they made peace with David and became his servants. So the Syrians were not willing to help the people of Ammon anymore. I guess not. Chapter 20. It happened in the spring of the year at the time kings go out to battle that Joab led out the armed forces and ravaged the country of the people of Ammon and came and besieged Rabbah. But David stayed at Jerusalem, and Joab defeated Rabbah and overthrew it. Now, we know by comparing this with 2 Samuel chapter 11 that this was the time that David stayed home and sinned with Bathsheba. What is interesting is that it is omitted from 1 Chronicles. Why is that the case? First Chronicles was written later. David had dealt with his sin. He confessed it. God forgave him. And when God forgives, he also forgets. And he doesn't bring it up anymore. Oh, that people could be more like that. And when someone sins against them and asks for forgiveness, that they would forgive and forget. Now Joab defeated Rabbah and overthrew it. Then David took their king's crown from his head and found it to weigh a talent of gold. And there were precious stones in it, and it was set on David's head. Also, he brought out the spoil of the city in great abundance. And he brought out the people who were in it and put them to work with saws, with iron picks, and with axes. So David did to all the cities of the people of Ammon. Then David and all the people returned to Jerusalem. Now, this was a crown that David got, but this is not a crown anybody would want to wear. It had a talent of gold, which was about 75 pounds plus the precious stone. So it was a display item, uh, but you would need help wearing it. Now, it happened afterward that war broke out at Gezer with the Philistines, at which time Sibachai, the Hushite, killed Sippai, who was one of the sons of the giant and they were subdued. Again, there was war with the Philistines, and Elhanan, the son of Jair, killed Lamai, the brother of Goliath, the Gittite, the shaft of whose spear was like a weaver's beam. Yet again, there was war at Gath, where there was a man of great stature, 
with 24 fingers and toes, six on each hand, six on each foot. And he also was born to the giant. So when he defied Israel, Jonathan, the son of Shimea, David's brother, killed him. These were born to the giant in Gath, and they fell by the hand of David and by the hand of his servants. Now, if we compare this with 2 Samuel 21, we see that there were actually five sons of the Philistine giant. The first one was Goliath, who, of course, David killed. But then we see also that there was a giant, Ishbi Benab, whom David came against and became faint trying to kill him. And so Abishai, Joab's brother, came and helped David to kill that giant. And then David's men said, don't you come out anymore. We don't want you dying out here. Then there were three other brothers of Goliath uh, that were killed. The last one was killed by Jonathan, David's nephew, who killed the six-fingered man. (laughs) Now, David was a giant slayer, and those who came after him were also giant slayers, including David's own nephew. We must courageously face our giants, not only for ourselves, but also for those who are watching us. Because after we've defeated them, God may use our example to help others defeat their giants. We all participate in spiritual warfare. And if we are doing God's will, then we will meet resistance from the enemy. But if we will trust in the Lord and faithfully and courageously do our best, then God will surely help us to win our battles. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we will see where David sins by numbering the people and God sends a plague against Israel. But a way is open to stop the plague. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of 1 Chronicles on Simply the Bible.